Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Recognition and Respect with me, Sneaky. Oh, man, it was a crazy weekend. I had a super-packed, crazy adventure time. Um, also, the last show just had some uh, oral sex candy handed to me, so, you know, I already feel like the week got started off great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before I get into all that, I do have some guests today. They actually showed up, so we will have an interesting conversation today. Yes, I'm throwing shade at you, Dwayne, for your shade musical interview that you missed. Ha! Still talked about the show. I'll be posting it up. Um, but like every week, I remind y'all that this ain't free. And the way that we keep it going in order to keep putting on all the people that we work with, bands, artists, musicians, entrepreneurs, freaking people that I find interesting is by having sponsors. And one of the day one sponsors was the Nightflare Company, a film, music production, and booking company. Services include live sound and recording with JQ Sound, studio production and recording by Frankie Valentine. He was on episode 13 of the podcast, so if you want to go back and hear his story and how talented he is and all the people we work with, um, you need studio production, you need beats, you need recording. He's the guy that we send for that. Uh, we also have video content genera generated by Nate. Palm Monkey Production and Flying Chimp Studios, drone shots, gimbals, the whole <coughs> nine yards. And we have a list of a bunch of promoters that we also work with to help booking shows like the Blue Line District, Alternative Shows LA, and Deranged Music, to name a few. Sneak Entertainment helps out with marketing. I also book some shows for them. Um, when I started this company, David from Nightflare was one of the first people to reach out and really want to connect and uh, try to help me build something, you know, sustainable and He's been helping me keep this show alive so that we can keep putting on artists and keep putting on guests and help promote shows. And we've been doing it going on a year and a couple months, man. It's going to be wild. Is that wild, Brittany? It's wild, right? Woo. April. Wait for it. And my newest sponsor, Dewdrops Delight, is an edible company, and they are the home of the Wake and Bake Bar, a THC-infused breakfast bar with oats, nuts, dried fruit, and chocolate. Great in the morning with coffee or tea. Perfect for an on-the-go snack and pick-me-up. Comes in four awesome flavors, <laughs> and I'll be getting a new batch soon, and I'll bring them, and I'll eat them, and you can see how high I get or not get, you know. I'll see, see how it works. But they're bomb, yo. The, <clears throat> sometimes I would forget they had THC, and I would just eat them because I was, like, hungry, and then I'd be high, too, and I was like, yeah. So, yeah. Check them out on Instagram. Check out the edibles. They also have cookies. They also have a, a tincture called the Joy Juice. You just uh, microdose drops and drinks on food, anything, and make it infused. It's pretty legit. I use it during the holidays to put up with my whack-ass family. And, uh, yeah, sorry, family, if you're listening. I still love you. Last sponsors, The Midnight Motives, my band, my guests from episode 24, their new album, Visions, currently on iTunes, Spotify, all that good shit. Listen to it, share it, spread the word. Um, you know, we don't really get paid off streams, but, you know, being able to have your music in places where people can listen to it and the more people that you can touch in a super, like, you know, convenient way. 
just help us, uh, you know, spread the movement, spread, spread the music. In this social media world, you got to be on that freaking like and share button. But <clears throat> so those are our sponsors. They help me to pay to keep the lights on, keep the shows coming, keep Brittany satisfied since I, she always putting up with my bullshit. I see you, girl. I see you. She just ate a strawberry. It's kind of hot. Anyway, um, <laughs> Venture Time. So, honestly, I've been on a fucking good one this year. Uh, 2019 has been nonstop. Like, everything I've done has been cracking. And even things that I thought weren't going to pop off still popped off, all things considering. And this weekend was no exception. Friday, I had my monthly hip-hop and spoken word event, Speakeasy, at the Redwood Room in Maywood. Uh, we had a packed house. <clears throat> I got video footage coming soon. We actually did it outside because it didn't rain. It was cold, but we had two heaters, and we probably had like 60 people in the patio, and we were just freaking blazing blunts and drinking $5 IPAs all night. Uh, the bar hit over 1500 in sales, which means Sneaky got to pay out one. And it uh, means we're going to do it another month. And, you know, we're booked out there for the rest of the year. And it's just so tight that we were able to take a dive bar that nobody that even lived in the city our age wanted to go into. And now every second Friday, it's consistently popping off. People actually go there during the week now because they have crazy specials. They go there to watch freaking games because they give away free food. Like this spot literally has gone a reentrification, revitalization by Sneaky Entertainment going and just changing the whole perception of this place. Other promoters want to throw shows there now. Other bands are booking shows there now. They're doing cool hip shit every weekend and... I don't want to take all the credit, but I do. It was all because of me. I saw a gem right there, and I went in, fucking polished it up. Now everybody trying to take my Kool-Aid. What? But it's cool. I don't do it for me. I do it for the community. That's why I'm a community-based organization. So as long as the Redwood Room is making money, then I'm good, man, because they put me on, I put them on. That's, how we, that's, that's true collaboration right there. Then after that, we did Indie Brewing for Beer My Valentine. Homegirl Tanya came out with some new paintings, which I copped one. Uh, she also brought her shirts. She's a tattoo artist. Um, the homegirl Gwendolina from the East Los Art Walk was out there. She sold some pieces. My Borco Tivarte was out there. Ray, he sold some pieces. So we were able to bring artists out, have them get paid for their art. We drank beers. I got shit-faced, went to Boomtown after, got more shit-faced, took a nap in my car, drove home sober. Yeah. That's right. That's how we do it. Responsible drinking out here in 2019. No, no more DUIs, baby. No more DUIs. Um, nah, but it was dope. Honestly, fucking the momentum that we took into the year is continuing on. And you can say, hey, speakeasy, yeah, that dive bar, of course, it's going to crack. Oh, Indie Brewery, it's a craft beer, like on the border of the Arts District, of course, it's going to crack. Well, let me tell you this. We, on Sunday, we did the East Los Angeles Art Walk, and it was fucking raining raining people still came out from chino hills from riverside from culver city with umbrellas buying art from people in the streets we had three vending uh, three vegan vendors they had all their crew out there they, they they like boxed up the canopy and they had the grill running and it was like a little fucking hospitality tent bro we had heaters and shit what so i don't know man at this point in time i feel like all the hard work has been paying off. All the events are popping. People are getting paid. We're, uh, we're spreading music. We're spreading good vibes. We're building community. We're putting vendors on. Got Border X opening up next month. I'm running their calendar for the first 30 days. 
it's over. Follow the movement. Plug in. Sneaky Entertainment. S-H-N-E-A-K-Y-E-N-T on Instagram. Look at, the, look, at the, look at the flyers. Look at the lineups. Check out the events. If you have kids, I do family-friendly stuff all the time. If you like to smoke, I do 420-friendly shit all the time. If you like to drink, almost everything I do, there's craft beers involved. Try to do it at bars. I got something for everybody, man. We out here, like, making moves. Also doing... Uh, uh, Freaking workshops, art, screen printing, freaking stencil making. So just click in. Check out my personal page, Official Sneaky, for all my things, everything else that I'm doing. But uh, the podcast is usually promoted there. But my entertainment page, where all the business is coming, how we keep all this going on, how I got introduced to these guys that we're about to bring up right now. And uh, yeah, plug in. Plug in, <coughs> tune in. Let's do some work. Let's make shit crack. That was my adventure time. At the end of the show, I'll be queuing. I don't have anything else coming up this month. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. On Tuesday, I'll be in Covina at Katie Jake's. And uh, we'll talk more about that after the show. But right now, I'd like to introduce my guests who have been patiently waiting right here. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Very good. Yeah? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad it's not raining anymore. How are you? Feeling are you? the after effects of the of the rain. Yeah. The cold weather. You're a little. Yeah. You're feeling a little sicky. Is that yeah, why you got? Is that why I got the the scarf on? Yeah. I thought you were just making a fashion statement. No, man. I never. <laughs> I can't do fashion even when I'm sick. But uh, I'm just trying to take care of myself. We have a show coming up, so. All right. Cool. Definitely want to take care of that. Well, we'll get into that right now. But let's just start off this conversation the way I start off everything. Uh, you guys are from a band called Sacred Origins, so tell me who you are and what you do in the band or what you do in life. You could be literal, metaphorical, you could tell me what your 9 to 5 is. This is your little section to introduce yourselves to the folks listening at home. Yeah, well, my name is Anthony Rodriguez. Um, I'm the drummer for Sacred Origin, and my life is just pretty much all based upon music all day, every day, 24-7. Just Ooh. leave, um, live, breathe sleep it just every day that's that's just me um then we have rick right here hey my name is rick um i uh, play guitar and i sing for sacred origin i uh love music it's my passion i've done it since i was a teenager i've been listening to it since i was a kid all kinds of music uh from classic rock to jazz to classical to metal Everything and, and everything, everything and anything in between. Um, I have a regular job. Uh, you know, we have to pay the bills somehow. I, I like to do it honestly, and I just, you know, do my nine to five, uh, forty plus hours a, a week. And uh, I find the time to, uh, you know, drive all around to make it to band practice. Uh, never like to cancel. Uh, it's very important. It's something I hold sacred as far as like being on time and putting in the work. Um, but I definitely enjoy what I do. So getting stuck in traffic and driving in there for 45 hour, Fuck 45 it. minutes Fuck to an hour. Traffic. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's for a good cause because I'm, I'm heading to, to, to a place where I'm going to go create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth it. It's Definitely part of the sacrifice. It. And like while you're driving, you're I mean, coming up with riffs or just like thinking about, you know, storing up that creative energy. The next plan. So how many years? Oh, let's, before we go on, obviously you're not a two-piece. So if you want to give a shout out to the other peeps in the band and tell them <laughs> what they play. And oh, wait, are you a two-piece? No, right? As of, as of <laughs> Friday, we are a two-piece. 
Wait, for real? Yeah, we were yeah. a four-piece. <laughs> we are a two-piece. And now we're a four-piece. Oh, my God. I was totally joking. <laughs> wow, my bad. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Well, you know what? It's not the first time we've done it before. Okay. We, we've, uh, the band's been around for uh, you know early last year. Uh, it's been going through some uh, members uh, that didn't work out or you know they just didn't see the same view as us. And uh, at the end, it was just him and I that, that really held it together. So y'all like the core. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when the these new folks came on and they didn't glob well, they left and the core still there. The core yep, has remained definitely. All right, strong so and the, firm. So, so the band's still the band, basically, like oh, yeah. as far as anything else is concerned. But that's a bummer, dude. I didn't know. Like I was totally joking around. I, I thought because sometimes <laughs> not everybody can make it, right? Scheduling yeah. and practice yeah. and all like work and shit. So I just thought... You know, you all were just the two that could, but you are the two. We are the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we did it. We did it last year for a few months, and then uh, some people came on board. Didn't work out, and now we're we're back on it. And you know, we're we're and confident so you, in what we do. Do you just get some hired guns to fill no. in the? Or you just go two. We just do a two. piece. So now, like yeah. the that's the stage show is just a two piece. Yep. Yeah, we're pretty solid as a two piece. Um, I lay it down for drums. Um, while this guy plays solos, just to make sure I always stay on time and. We sound very full as a two-piece, surprisingly. That's pretty fire, actually. And I haven't, you know, you don't really see many, like, well, I'm assuming y'all are the still, like, metal, hardcore. Like, well, how, how, would you, how would you classify your music genre? Classic? What is it? Like death thrash. Death thrash? Yeah. So I've, I've never, I'm not, he's like, that's the one. That's he's the like, one. yeah, death thrash. <laughs> well, I'm not a super fan of death thrash, but I, you know, I've gone to a lot of shows, and I've never really seen, like, a really hard two-piece. So I think that's, like pretty unique and dope one of the the greatest compliments that that i've gotten uh, are from people who go to shows and they're maybe not even going to see us maybe they're just at the bar having a drink but then they hear us play and then after we play they're like you know what i don't listen to that type of music i i'm not into it but you guys sounded really good yeah to me like i'd like to be able to play for the people who love the music but to have somebody who doesn't listen to it on their own free time come out of their out of their own to tell us like you guys are fucking really good that that takes it to another another level that we're doing something right. Warms your heart. You know, well, we we were able to touch somebody who doesn't even listen to it. Right, and, as and opposed to like to someone who's a fan it. of the music and like, oh, you're a do- all, another all dope it. band. That's all of is appreciated, but, but it it just <laughs> takes it somewhere else. So how many years have y'all known each other? Like, have you are did you just meet like a year ago and start a band, or were you childhood friends or something like that? We met about a year ago. Um, yeah, I, I think I, it was like probably about a year ago. Okay, so it's been one year. Yeah, about about yeah. About I uh, I booked his one of his other bands, really good band by the way. Uh, they're called Decinius. I booked him for a show uh, with Friendly Violence, and um, he really stuck in my brain as a as a solid drummer. And uh, and then we got to talking, and then we just came together, and it's been really fucking badass. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. So it was like love at first sight type shit, <laughs> like musical chemistry, like definitely. Yeah, yeah. He dug the sound. That uh, that I was uh, harnessing, and he was able to come and actually make it even more powerful. So together, we really are the core of the band. Uh, we so are we, looking. We are looking for other members. I okay. mean, we do want to uh, expand on the musical. La- you know, add the layers of music. Of course, of a bass course. player, other guitar player. Right. So that'll come when it comes. You know, yeah, we're man. not rushing it. That's good. Main so, thing for us is not to cancel, cancel any shows. No, yeah. To us, it's fucking blasphemy to, to just tell people, oh. We're not gonna make it, or you know, whether we're sick. Like today, we're both fucking sick, and we still made it. <laughs> so if you get sick out of this out of this meeting, it wasn't us. I'll just 
you know, throw that out there. Well, like my homie Hippie said, <laughs> I've been a few types of sick already in the last couple of months. So hopefully I already got what you yeah, have. Yeah, I already I went got, around. I got the antibodies, hopefully. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we were talking about love and like music and reaching people. Like, do you think y'all, do you have like a core audience who you make music for? Is there someone like in your mind that you're trying to reach or are you kind of on that super like, whoever's into it's into it or how, do, how does that work like and just to give you an example like i've had people come in and be like, I'm, I, I write music for the outcasts or i write music for fuck people who are trying to lo- like expand their minds and do love you know so like what's the who do you think is your ideal audience member or your demographic or however you think about it like when you're making this shit really anybody uh, all ages uh, all backgrounds my uh, my idea of uh, of creating this type of music is to kind of like reach the 15 year old inside me okay of like what i was discovering even at the age of 10 or whatever i didn't know what i liked until i heard it and once i heard it it was undeniable so it was one of those things i i just i was lucky enough to come in contact with all these various types of music that i just felt and just grasped so it's like if there's somebody out there who not necessarily listens to this but then they're like hmm i didn't i like that you know everybody's welcome to, to listen and to come and, and join into what we're doing. The lyrics themselves, I try to make them more of a mind expansion type of thing where it's like just things that will make you think. We don't, I don't try to get too political or too spiritual or shove uh, ideologies or preach to people. Mm-hmm. It's mainly just a freedom of expression of uh, talking about, you know, the universal emotions that we all feel as human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal thoughts that we, that sometimes make us feel like we're alone or unique in those thoughts. But in the long run, in the collective of it all, it's what kind of like the one thing we all have in common. Yeah. And I, now that I hear you describing it, I feel like it makes sense why you're able to reach that person at the bar, right? Because if that's the energy that's going into the creation and it's getting across, then... That's like a message people can vibe with, you know? Because, I mean, a, a lot of a lot of just people, pe- musicians in general, like their expressions, sometimes it's like super laden with their own shit that like if someone's not vibing with you, then you can't really reach them, you know? Like they're, they're, they're pushing out their ideologies or their politics or mm-hmm. their story or their hood or whatever. So it's like I could feel like so like just to have that creative process be more open, I feel like the product comes out like that. And maybe that's why you're able to reach people more, which is cool. Speaking of hoods, I know I caught y'all when we did the thing in shenanigans in Southgate. Is mm-hmm. are y'all from Southgate or what city do y'all rep? It's a lot easier when there's only two of you. Are you two from different parts of completely different parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you do were performing you're like, Hello Cleveland, we are Sacred Origins <laughs> from what do you say or what? Like Southgate slash El Monte or, or <laughs> El, Mon- El Monte slash South Southgate, you know, to, <laughs> oh, to keep them even. I okay, mean, okay. I, I, I grew up in Southgate, but it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's my city. I mean, what what is really yours? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've just lived there for, for so long. Um, well, I actually own Huntington Park, so, you know. That's awesome. Let me get a free pass next time. My, my grandma lives over there. Just in case I get pulled over, I know this guy right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, name drop me. It's not going to work, but do it. Do it. <laughs> so enough people, harder. Enough people start doing it. They'll be like, who the fuck is this guy? We need to meet him. And so you're from El Monte, I'm taking Yeah. Are you still in your other bands? Because you all met 
this was technically a side project yeah, for you. Is it still a side? I am. Decinius and yeah, just Decinius and Sacred Origin is the only two bands I would um commit myself to. And, and what kind of band is Decinius, or what's the genre in that? We're like um a progressive death thrash. Okay, so is it hard to have two projects that are like similar, or does that make it easier for you? Or do you ever find yourself playing something for one group that you played for the other? Or are you really good about like this is this shit and this is this over here? I'm I'm really good about um, separating styles, but I like to keep my drumming style um, kind of the same. So when someone listens to the tracks, they'll be like, they'll know that's Anthony drumming. Mm. I'll be like, oh, that guy put in um a death metal blast beat, but then he layered it with um, a very jazzy feel right after. And just keep the same elements of that, but um, still complement the riffs and the structure and and respect the song at the same time. And just give it flavor instead of making it bland and taking away from it. Got you. And when you did your introduction, you said music is your 24-hour thing. Like, Can you elaborate on that? Like, Do you... Do you are you like a studio drummer, session drummer, or do you also nine to five it and just like the rest of your time is like music and creation? What's that like? Pretty much, it's just twenty four seven, just focusing on my drumming, getting better, just waking up, um, figuring out the next move for both my bands, um, making sure we're not following falling into a hole, or making sure there's no walls in front of us, and always keeping a um, a sharp eye out for anything that's that no one else can see or um, can catch at the moment. I just, um, I'm really just that that person that's, um, that uh, that just overwatches everything. And um, that's, I, I just, I always keep on my toes and just always just constantly thinking about the next move, the next plan. But yeah, that's what I mean by kind of 24 hours. Uh, that's all I ever do all day, every day is just work on both um, Sacred Origin and then um, Decinius. And what are y'all working on right now? Is there an album in the works? Are there? I know you said you have some show, a show coming up, so you're trying to be healthy. Is like, mm-hmm. are you just gonna book the the core two piece like this year, while and wait for if if the other members don't come, whatever? But you're just gonna keep going on. Like, how's that working out? Yeah, we're not gonna stop. We already have a few shows uh, in February and in uh, March, and then one in April. Uh, we're we're gonna do them all, if, even if it's as a two piece. If other members come and they they want to like be a part of it, cool. But uh, we're in no rush to to just have anybody come in just to fill the slot. You yeah, know? yeah, we, yeah. We want to be careful of who we pick because we want to bring in the right people. You know, the right mentality. No uh, leader mentality. No, uh, they're gonna we're gonna do things my way. Yeah, like not we'll, too much ego. Exactly. They're, they're, you find a lot of that. You find a lot of people who just like to party. Especially if they're talented, right? Talented people tend to have, like... And sometimes they're not so talented. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Can, yeah, it's, uh, it's super unfortunate for them at that point because they don't even have nothing to write on. You're like, you're, you're, you're not talented and your ego's huge. What are we going to do with you? Yeah, I mean, with, with us, we make decisions together. Um, anytime something comes up, we talk about it. So it's more of um of a group effort. It's a team effort. We we both decide what's best for the band and we move forward. Um so we are going to do the next few shows as a two piece. Um which isn't going to be a problem at all cuz we've done it before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When I first joined the band um 
it was a three piece. It didn't end up working out with one of the members, and so basically, um, I feel like we've been a two piece from the beginning, and we're we're really strong. And like I said before, we're really full as a two piece. Like if um, I've heard it plenty of times, like people will be outside and they'll walk in and they'll see us playing. It's just two people, and they'll be thrown off because, like, um, his guitar sounds really full. His tone is really, really nice and. Um, nice. I'm, I have like a constant, like um, like hitting on the drums. Like it's just very constant. Like so, there's not a bunch of big empty spaces where like mm-hmm. people can be like, oh, they need a bass right there or another guitarist. Or, like, yeah. You keep it. You keep it full. I yeah. make sure like um, I'm very like um, <clears throat> like healthy and full, energized, hydrated, and we go up there and we lay it down, and it sounds like there's like a four piece up there, and so that's why like there's no palm pain playing as a two-piece um to have other members would be awesome yeah it, it would be great and it would add more flavor but definitely we would never stop uh just even if we're a two-piece on my guitar just to add to what he was saying i do um uh leads as well because there's a difference between the actual guitar solo and then the lead where it's like there are certain parts where two guitars harmonize a certain part well what i do is i play my part and then I play what what the second guitar player would do to let the song flow like the way it should as it's either rising or it's or it's coming down as he's keeping that drum part. You totally lost me. So the, you're not doing these at the same time, but you're, the way you progress it or? <laughs> yeah, the way I progress it, like uh, let's say I'm going to play a riff four times, two times I do um, one one part, which would be my part. And, uh, and then the second two parts I would do what the other guitar player would do. As, you know, I, so there's so, so, so there's still a conversation there, right. and there's still like movement, and it's not just like you chugging along. Right. Okay, I got it now. Sorry yeah. about that. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> a little it, slow right now. No, it, it's hard. Second. It's hard to 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 describe. You know. So on on my part, sometimes it's hard to to kind of like explain certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you yeah, if, if people understand it well, I mean that that's just we're on the same. Right, right, right. I got perfect. it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Oh, I mean, fuck it. It must be like tiring or it's it seems like a lot of extra work to be thinking about those two parts like now when you, as you make new music as a two-piece are you like actively writing the other guitar parts and like when someone new comes in are they you're gonna teach them those parts and like that's how is that how like the process is right now right it now sounds like com- complex you know? right now that's how it, how it would go where i'm writing the guitar parts and the vocal parts, and then you know, doing the melody for vocals onto the riffs, and I have an, an idea of what I would want the other guitar player to do, but I know that once that guitar player, whoever he is, wherever you are, wherever you are, buddy, yeah, find us. <laughs> whoever that is, <laughs> he's gonna want to write his own stuff, right? When they come into the mix, they'll see what we, what kind of like foundation we have, and where they can build off of it to to take it to that other level. Because that's that's what we want to do. We want to take the music that we have, one, do the best music that we can, and then at the same time, once all the members are are in place, cre- co-create together. You know, make make the song an actual an actual full song. Yeah, like a masterpiece. I mean, the last time we went in to record, I went in there and I did um, two guitar parts, all the leads, vocals. And I even played bass on it too. So you actually recorded it like with full, like if it was a full band, right? So like, when you heard the track, it was like there's four people there. There's right. two guitars, a bass, and drums and vocals. But um, the, if we 
like you mentioned, um, that we you know we do have a, an upcoming recording that we're going to do, but it's all the way toward the end of the year. If we get to the end of the year and we don't have those two members, you're going to do it again, just the two of you. It's not going to stop. We're going to we're going to continue on, um, and eventually somebody, you know, if somebody out there wants to add to what we're doing, then uh, they're more than welcome to if they if they have the the drive same vision and the dedication that, that we do yeah yeah because yeah. even for me too I, I might be at work doing my my wage slave hours you know but i'm still thinking about music why you make me sad bro? i mean you, you know what it's like <laughs> you know i mean it's it's hard it's hard to to find the time but even at work i'm thinking lyrics i'm thinking guitar parts i'm like oh, that would be pretty cool sometimes i'll take out my phone and i'll just put the the microphone and i'll record whatever i'm thinking because uh, i think that would be a good idea for a lyric or um or a hum, hum a, a guitar part, but yeah, we definitely want to get get uh, a studio recording, actual yeah. official thing going, and hopefully release it by 2020. We definitely don't want to rush. Yeah, you, um, I mean, you can't rush the can't rush the creative process. You know, some yeah. of the biggest things that especially want to be ready. And yeah, so you're not wasting time and not wasting money, like hours in the studio. If, if you're not using a home studio, it can get kind of expensive, you know. So. Yeah, and right now, uh, on my own, and I, I, I know he's been doing it too. Like we do on our own, we practice with the metronome. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so I'll just go on YouTube, yeah. put a metronome, and keeping it tight. Yeah, play different speeds just to keep my playing solid. Keep keeping my right hand musical. And, and let it flow naturally so it doesn't sound like I'm struggling. Because some of the riffs that I come up with, I, I can't play in the beginning. Sometimes I find it difficult to play them, and it, it I know what it's supposed to sound like, and I just keep going and going and going. And uh, so finally, I master So you hear it in them. your head, but then it's like your hand can't do it yet. Right. That's pretty or, or sometimes it's a feel. It's a feel kind of thing where it's like I don't even know what it is, but I know what it is when I, when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking art right it's just it's interesting yeah it's there uh, art is is yeah it, like it's in the ether it's what it is. You're, you're... well we're just a vessel yeah. I, I see it as we're just a vessel and, and it's something that just flows through us and we're just giving it out into the universe again yeah that's had, all it is i had a professor tell me we're just conduits of universal energy it's like we're just letting out you know like people plug in you know you plug you like it flows through you know and sometimes yeah. sometimes if sometimes it Sometimes people plug in and sometimes people don't, you know? It just, like, <laughs> depends on if you're in the right socket or whatever. So other than, um, other than obviously, putting together the rest of the band and performing these shows and working on this album, do you have any goals or plans? Like, is there, like, a five-year plan? Is there some festival or dream destination that you'd like to do as a band? Or, you know, like, what, what would that be like? You know, a tour that you, that you think that everybody wants to do that, you know, what, what would be... Uh, yeah, can't tell me that. Tell me about that stuff. Anthony? Just um, like um, for now, we plan on just recording like a demo, and just to bring out some music to everyone out there to show them what we like, show them what we're doing. And um, after that, pretty much, we really want to shoot for like an album, record a big album, and possibly even get like um, a big name on the album, and um, and tour just like. Um, like the states, like tour U.S. and just kind of dominate and show everyone what's up and anywhere you'd want to go specifically that you could think off the top of your head. Is there like a anywhere, thrash like metal? San Francisco, Portland, uh, Oregon, Portland, yeah, Austin, Texas. Yeah. Okay, okay, um, Vegas, Arizona, just Vegas, Arizona, just everywhere in the U.S. Just cover everything that's that's just awesome and anywhere we could find, anywhere that's offered, anywhere we can make connections at and. 
<clears throat> eventually after that when we record a big album um we want to because we're going to be recording with logan mater of machine head he's a former guitarist of machine head and um pretty much when we go into that that's where like we're really preparing for that with the metronome and we want to go on professionally so like exactly what you said so we don't waste time we don't waste money and we go in there and because he's going to be super professional with us and we want to give back the same yeah 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 and um but yeah after that um we have um, some cool connections touring europe after our album and we just europe have a lot actually of pays trip out <laughs> yeah but we want to go there man it's yeah definitely we have big plans thing. And and we can we just we just got to do it. The only people who's gonna mess it up is ourselves. Yeah, that's true. That's that's some real shit. But we're not gonna let that happen. Any little wall, any little thing, I can count on him. He can count on me to knock that down, and definitely it's gonna be awesome. And just like um, you asked us earlier, how if we've known each other for a long time, um, in the small amount of time that we've known each other, we've definitely learned how to kind of like learned each other's quirks mm -hmm. how to read each other like when we're having an off day or we're learning how to speak to each other too in that sense yeah communication is key especially some people they you, you talk to people differently right the way right. that they're going to understand it like yeah some people need to be more firm and you got to be like more authoritative other people are like you got to kind of sweet talk them a little bit as you so you learn like styles of communication yeah definitely just like with any and family spending member. a lot of time together i bet it helps right and trying to like having a common goal like you kind of have to learn quicker or else the shit's it's not gonna happen right yeah especially when you go on tour i've never been on an actual long leg tour but just imagining uh being cooped up in a car with this guy and him with me and they're like we really need to get along because uh it's important that that it doesn't spill over into our shows where I've seen bands play shows where you could tell something's off between a few members and, and they're letting it out on stage. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's very unprofessional. You know? Or, you know, the, the art suffers, you know? Yeah. Like, the art suffers. And like, the people who paid money to go see you guys Your fans, too. your audience, your crowd, yeah, they definitely suffer as well. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Um, <coughs> I always like to talk money. And like marketing, because that's what I do. I like I'm really big on the business stuff, and it's always interesting to hear different people's perspective on pay to play or how to get booked for shows where they actually pay you. And any of that. Like, I don't know. You obviously, only been doing it a year and having member changes. I don't know, but you're, I'm pretty sure you have experience with that. So I was wondering if you would just share with me, like. Do you guys do pay-to-play? Have you ever done pay-to-play? Do you see benefits of pay-to-play? And then we'll talk about whether you, uh, there's any other shows that you've been booked where you've actually been able to, like, make money and then see some light in a tunnel where music could be a sustainable thing one day. You don't have to have the slave wager job, right? right? So, yeah, let's just talk about that. That's kind of like the second half is usually about, like, money. I like, talk business, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's a necessary evil to... Uh to make money in in, uh, in what you're doing, you're you're putting out a product, you're creating a product, and you're you're selling it to to the audience. If there's an audience, if there's a market to buy it, if there's substance to it, I mean, what what a band really comes down to, um, especially when they're touring, they're traveling salesmen. Yeah. You know, you're out there letting people know of, of your. It's like no different from if you're selling Avon. You're going out there to let people know what your product is. Maybe what, what, even let them sample it with a show or whatever. You know. Yeah. yeah and um, it's it's mainly to tune people in. And um, I, I guess it's it's one of those things where it's like 
there's that uh, eternal battle of the artistic side of you and the business side of you. Right. Where it's like you're not doing it for the money, but the necessary evil is that you need money to tour. You need money for gas. You need money for food because it's not just for yourself, but it's for the other members in the band. Right. And if they have families and if, you know, extended like whatever their bills and responsibilities are to the greater society that they've been born into, it's like, yeah, it it becomes necessary. And I always like to think of it like you're not doing it for the money, but at some point, if, like you said, it's a product that people actually like and other people are making money off of you, like... If people are coming to shows and buying drinks and paying for tickets and, you know, at that, at that point... Promoters are getting Yeah, paid. there's there's some economy happening right there, right? right so right. why not... Why should you not get your fair share of the hours of practice and sitting in traffic and right. buying guitar strings and tuning in your... Getting your tone and your sound, like... You know, I feel like it, that's it's, all necessary. It's, it's work at the end of the day. You yeah. Know? Labors of love. Is it's what, a lot know. of work. And it's money that goes back into the band. Like right. you said, strings for uh, recordings, for more merchandise. I mean, we, we do make money off of uh, uh, merch. You know, we sell shirts. We have stickers. We have uh, pins. And every, money, every cent we've made out of that, we put it in our own little band fund. And then we use that to fund, you know, recording. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anything that we need. Um we're covered uh even to make more merch you know i learned that from a from an old company i i used to work work in um and the owner of the company built his own his own company back in like the 1940s and this guy every time he made a profit he never bought a boat or bought an expensive car and you know took vacations what he did whatever little money he made at the beginning of his company he invested right back into his company and after 60 plus years and, and we're talking about a manufacturing company right, right. it's different from a band but it, it has the same the same concept as far as building something investing you know, he, he turned investing you're investing in yourself yeah not a lot of people have the opportunity that have uh who have parents who have cash to invest in you or right, right, right. or outside investors who are like fuck it we're gonna give you all this and all that so we were really do-it-yourself type of guys mm-hmm. and we're we're taking our time. We're not scrambling, and we're trying to do the the right decisions. We don't. We did play one pay to play show. We are still build, building our audience, so we're trying to like avoid those for for now, because um, it's like we're we're just starting out. Yeah, you know, we're we're veterans in our instruments in that sense, but within this band, it's like we want to we want to be in the trenches. Yeah, we need to earn. Our, our place and I understand that I, I'm not here to to cut in line to anybody because there's other bands in the metal scene that have been, been around for a really long time and they deserve the respect they, they have yeah you know and other bands who have been in the in the trenches for very long and no, nobody seems to care you know but I think it's really interesting what you just said right now because you said a veteran in our instruments but new in the band right it's like it's a new brand. It's a new product. It's a new. It's like no one knows you, right? But I've come across a few people in my day who, because they're so good at their instrument, they feel like we should be playing bigger shows. Like, why do we have to do backyard shows? Like, why are we, why are we playing these 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 small shows where no one's there with shitty PA systems? Like, we we should be doing bigger stuff and better stuff. And it's like, bro, like, 
no one knows who we are. Like, no one knows who you are. Like, why, mm -hmm. like, I know you've been doing this your whole life already, and it feels like you feel like you deserve something, but it's like, as this entity, like, we have no respect, no street cred, no, you know? Right. It's like, you, you got to build that you regardless you of how it. many years you've been playing your instrument. Like, now this is your band and this is what you're pushing and this is, this is a whole new thing. It's like you're starting from scratch. And I feel like it's refreshing to hear someone say, that's what we have to do instead of like, no, yeah, we're going to be huge. Like, we've been playing forever. Like, it's going to happen. You know, it's, 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 it's such a different mindset. And I, I, I like that, dude. I think keep that Thank up you. because, Thank like, you. that's it's going to be important when you're playing shows for nobody and fucking weird venues <laughs> or getting invited to do backyard shows. You're going to need that mindset of, like, yo, like, we got to put in those hours, the trenches, the time, you know, because right. that's how you get the following and that's how you meet the people and sell the merch and the whole machine. So that's... It's dope, dude. You, you, you have to do what, what you have to do what you love, and if you don't love the music and the journey itself, then it's kind of like you're just you're you're asphyxiated with the uh, with the idea of success, rather uh, success in in the form of I mean everybody views success in a different way, definitely. But the majority of the people, especially like capitalist uh, mentalities, are like big cars and big material, houses, material, material possessions, stuff, material yeah. possessions, yeah. So it's like the, the journey itself is the most important part of it. That's why like, I'm looking forward to, to playing any show, any bar. If it's a backyard, if it's um, a, a, a small stage, no stage on the floor, bigger stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I, we want to get out there. We want to hit those stages. And we want to play with, with all the bands that are involved in the scene, not just the big bands. Like, we want to play with, the, with everybody who's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like Come up we, together. Make those. Make those make, build that community. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because those are the people that are going to invite you out on tour. Those are the people who you're going to go tour with because they're like, yo, we got a bus. Like, we're down. <laughs> are you down? Like, yeah, let's go. You know, like, those are, the, those are the, the people that you meet in those places that are on that same mindset are going to be the ones that you do cool shit with later like yeah let's let's sure. work hard together you know let's let's build this fucking community so we got a couple more minutes let's do it i want to ask uh for both of you um if you could meet yourself five years ago ten years ago when you first started playing your instrument when you first started this band like just a tip that you would give your younger self and something that maybe you think potential musicians potential people that are in bands or starting bands that might listen to this like sometime in the future would be like you know that could that could benefit some some younger generation of aspiring artists you know because i feel like you got to hear it from the people that are in the trenches because i could talk shit all day but no one's gonna listen to me you know, I, don't, I don't play guitar like i don't play an instrument like I'll practice kids you know like what the fuck so you know if you have any tips anything you you wish someone would have told you anything that i think it'd be super helpful if i could go back and tell myself uh, if I could go back a few years, is just to not fuck around. Um, I used to like to party a lot, mess with all kinds of things, bad things, and it occupied my brain and it and it took my direction elsewhere. And um, it's you know it's there there were there were bad choices that that um, time is the one thing you can't get back, you know. And um, now I'm. I'm I'm not fucking around with anything. I'm not messing around with any type of drug. 
heavy drug or anything like that. And I've been sober for a long time. You alcohol too? No, just clean, no clean? alcohol, no wow. nothing. And um, that's like a rare on this show. And you know what? It's <laughs> it's it's different for everybody. That yeah. there's no right or wrong. You can do whatever you want. But for you, but for me, you if I could go back yourself, and tell myself, like, yeah. yo, slap yourself around, like, yo, get off the shit. Yeah, um, and uh, luckily uh, now I'm at that point where I where I have and I'm focused. I know what I want, and I'm not in this for the girls, for the parties, for the drugs, for the money. Admiration like, it's of for random the music. people. Yeah, it's for the real deal. Like, let's do music, and um, I'm very happy where where I am, and I'm very happy to be with this guy here. Thank you. Yeah, same here. Um, I'd say um, one tip for me would be. Um, Probably the, one of the most important is um, to not get your head in your ass and stay humble because every time I felt like I was the shit or I felt like, um, like hell yeah, I got it, you know, like I don't even need to practice anymore because like I got it. That's when I really um, would fall hard and I would fall really hard and next thing you know, I felt like I was like, holy shit, where's my skill? And I swear, I, I feel like it was every time I got cocky, it would just throw me under the bus and it it would throw me under there really fucking hard and just stay humble because if you're going to be cocky and, and think you're better than someone else, then that's literally going to get you nowhere. And if you're, and if you are really that good and you're going to be cocky about it, then honestly, you're just a piece of shit <laughs> because like, it's, it's always good to, to stay humble and, and to lift people's spirits. You know, like if someone's not as good as you, you make them feel like that way. You know, you, you give them that passion and, you tell them, like, you know, I was in your position at once, you know, I was never just at this skill level, I worked my butt off for it, you know, like, just always stay humble, that's just the best thing I could tell anyone. Well, uh, I listened to the Travis Barker conversation he had with Joe Rogan recently, and, like, that dude practices every day, and, like, works, box, works out to be a better drummer, like, to, mm -hmm. like, have his body fit, and he's, like, obviously, like, arguably top of his game, probably, like, you know, might go down as one of the most active, prolific drummers, just because of all the different stuff he's done genre-wise, mm -hmm. and that dude still makes sure he all practices the every day. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, all the stuff he produces, and that dude makes sure he still practices every day, so, like, yeah, it's that's, like if, if that's that, very yeah. important. You can lose it very easily. And I think, well, like, any, like... Especially for drums. Yeah, your body, right? It's like, yeah. you, you, you kind of have that whole... You're, you're pretty and much you an too, athlete. And you, too, with the chugs and the, the fingers, <laughs> and, like, you, the metronome, like, even... Because it's yeah. not just always a straight chug. There's, like, spaces and gaps that give it like the oh, yeah. groove right the so feel, you, the yeah, feel yeah. Of it. there's a lot of soul when it comes to guitar playing too yeah something you can't you can't <laughs> learn that <laughs> you can't learn it at mi like they can teach you everything from a textbook maybe but a they guitar, can't but teach not you how to, how to how to feel soul they mm -hmm. can't teach you how to put real life into music like uh, i took the one the one semester i took of uh, music theory it was always that thing like read between the lines like the read what's <laughs> not on the page like what the fuck do you what does what does that even mean like give me, give, give me that book man <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> the one that has all the in between shit yeah 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 <laughs> give me the lines that are not on the lines the page you know like let's figure this out cuz i yeah you're not making any sense to me all right um we got a couple more minutes where can people find you online where can they find any music you have recorded where uh where are your shows you said you have shows coming up yep. get some dates let's get some venues and just take it away it's your your moment yeah uh you can find us on uh facebook uh just under sacred origin we do have a, an instagram sacred origin we have our youtube channel sacred origin very simple we try to make it uh, easy to find 
Uh, if you want to go in there, like if you like it, uh, subscribe to our channel. We're going to be posting up some more videos. And we do have a few shows coming up in um, in this month. We, we're going to play this Friday, uh, the 15th at the Boulevard. It's going to be a benefit show for uh, a band called Inferatus. Uh, their vocalist was, uh, was in an accident. Uh, he was hit by a car and uh, left in a coma. Uh, he is recovering. This happened, I think, about a week ago. He is recovering and doing well, but it's very, very slowly. So this show is uh, actually now a benefit show for for him. And that's the Boulevard to, Boyle Heights? The, the Boulevard Boyle Heights on Whittier. Um, and um, so if you guys come down and, and, you know, you pay at the door, uh, the portion of that goes to the family, if not all of it. Um, you might want to ask um, the people at the door. Um, so that that's going to be an important show for us to to play for this guy here. Hopefully he can uh, recover and fast. And did you know the dude? You all played with him before. We played yeah. we played with him on we're a, on a previous scene. show. Yeah, and we're all in the same in the same scene. That's like that's that community you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, so it was, bummer, it was crazy man. to see him. You know, it's just fine like, rocking out. Yeah, ah, we were just and at then the next time, La, what was that? The La, Anna show. Yeah, yeah. Anna show. Uh, one of our friends, uh, another promoter. Shout out to Anna Wolf Hunter. Uh, there's a uh, uh, a bunch of promoters out there uh, being in the spot right now. I, 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 for, I forget their their names, but you're trying to shout them out, and you can't. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Uh, but I'll, I will post it up on our on our page uh, to everybody we've worked with. It'll be on there, and that way, if you are in a band, hit them up. Uh, they're they're they are really good promoters, and they do care about the community as well. Um, so we have that, and the rest of the shows we're going to have online. Uh, we do have another one on the 23rd in uh, Whittier. And then uh, the 24th in uh, at uh, Cafe Nella, and like I said, all the details are, are going to be on there. Uh, I wish I could have that robotic memory, yeah, you know, no, photographic you know, memory. Dude, that's why I fucking yeah, right? write everything, <laughs> I write everything down, dude. So I, 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 I have to do prep, or else I'll be like, um, fuck, um, yeah. That's that's usually yeah. how my brain works. So, so yeah, c come down uh, if you oh, if you're able to this Friday. Check us out. <laughs> oh, uh, get to know us, you yeah. know, talk to us. We're there. <laughs> Uh, we will have merch too if you guys want to buy um, and support us. That, like we said earlier, that money goes back into the band, and um, we are Sacred Origin. Yeah, and honestly, I enjoyed this conversation. You so seem, do we. Same. Thank you. Seem like a really thoughtful dude as well. Like, uh, like I'm as um, as a lyricist and lyricist to lyricist. I bet your your fuck your lyrics are are dope because just hearing the way you speak and articulating the way you, you think about things. Like, I'm looking forward to hearing the recordings and stuff. Thank you. This guy not as articulate, but I can tell he loves the music, and that's always super important. Just kidding, bro. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all man. he speaks with his body, <laughs> bro. He's like a move, yeah. All right. I'm more oh. of a doer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you need those motherfuckers in the world. Get shit done. All right, man. Thank you for everything. I will be posting this episode on YouTube and the podcast app. I'll share those links with you. I'll also be adding your song. What song was it? Or Fed to the Slaughter. Fed to the Slaughter. Yep. So I couldn't get their music in time. Totally my fault. But if you want to hear a sample of their stuff, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, uh, Recognition and Respect. You can search R&R. You can also just uh, tell Siri, hey, Siri, play Recognition and Respect podcast, and it's supposed to pop up. Apple said, but we'll see. It works on my phone, but I don't know if people... Yeah, sometimes people be like, uh, uh, hey, Google, play Sneaky, and they don't fucking, my music doesn't come out, <laughs> even though I'm on Spotify. I don't know. I, I see you guys not putting everything on there. It's shady. 
that's that's not good. <laughs> but um, check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube. I'll put up the video. I'll add the music. Follow these guys. Check out their music. They seem like cool dudes. Two piece. I've never. I haven't. I'm interested. I want to go to a show just to see how the two piece sounds like. Cause honestly, that might be your shtick. Fuck the rest of the band. Just be a two piece. You know, <laughs> oh, like. Shit. Fuck it, man. That that'll be the thing, you know. Like it's like we're Sacred Origin. We definitely got There's tricks up of our us. sleeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna be awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. I'm here every Monday on the west side of the after party from eight to nine, and uh, I'll be having hopefully Casey Apparel, Shanti Creative next week if everything goes well. She just got kicked out of her space, so we'll be talking about her becoming a pop up and. Um, yeah, the new, the new journey. So make sure to tune in. Follow me at official sneaky on Instagram or just Google S H N E A K Y. I'm all the hits. I come up on everything. Um, thank you. I love you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah.